Welcome back, everybody. Episode 21, technically. Uh, shout out to Jeff Cameron episode. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, we're going to have a nice, short, quick episode today, Thanksgiving edition. Well, first and foremost, how are we doing today, boys? I'm doing good. Just relaxing. I gained three pounds. Okay. Only three? <laughs> well, dude, I ate like a pig. Just, oh, my God. I ate my parents, and I went to our brother's house, and did I ate again. Turkey? Time out. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did have turkey. In chat in the other day, came at my fucking neck the other day because he wrote... Fucking oh, oh! I don't like turkey. I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna try turkey for the first time. Well, I got sliced. Like, I got sliced turkey from the deli. What do you eat? Fucking those dino chicken nuggets every every Thanksgiving. Phil, you've had over thirty five Thanksgivings. You've never had turkey before. Um, I've had turkey from the deli, sliced boar's head. You know, cracked pepper. But or, you, you don't but have I never turkey on Thanksgiving. I finally just had it for the first time. Yeah, my mom usually makes like steaks and shit, so I, I just had oh. the steaks, man. And you yeah. know you like a good steak. Follow my shit. Turkey is overrated as far as no, the Thanksgiving meal. But it's the worst part of the meal. Unless you get all dark meat. If you get if you get any white meat, you're gonna be dry. Your mouth's gonna be dry. No, my mouth uh I had white meat in both houses, not dry, moist. It was yep. good. All right. And I put no hot sauce on it. The first time I tried it was at Jerry's house. That was fried turkey, by the way, banging. And I put hot sauce on it. But the first piece I had. Didn't have any hot sauce on it. And then with the hot sauce, is even better. Everything with hot sauce tastes good. <laughs> That's facts. But turkey is, but I, like, I, I, to me, I love the corn, the mashed potato, the stuffing. Yeah, uh, all that other stuff is better than oh, the turkey. The but Thanksgiving is the best holiday. I vote it over Christmas all day because mm, it's not a business. Know. It's not about gifts. Fourth of um, July. I, I don't have I don't one. have kids. I'm just talking about Thanksgiving and Christmas, though. Like, okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? July. They're talking about all holidays. No, not all holidays. I'm sorry. But July, 4th of July, I would rank that ahead of. But Thanksgiving over Christmas for me all day. You got sports all day. We had the World Cup this year. Obviously, Huge Port sports day. Portugal with the Patriots also playing. Um, I felt like the Patriots should have played maybe a little bit earlier, but whatever. Um, they had to be the night game. I mean, it's it's Detroit, Dallas, and then a night game. We're not going to play. And but, we're gonna talk about this a little bit later. I want to talk about why the fuck is Detroit on every week, every year? Like, I actually they, heard, I did hear this over the week, uh, the early in the week. The owner back in like 1950, whoever the fuck it was, when they first started doing it, he just said, "I want all of America to see my team." It was like a, it was like a marketing thing. Corruption that, that he probably signed a 500 year deal that he has to. Play. Yeah, listen, I don't know. Yeah, but like it just turned rewarded. into a tradition thing, you know. Fuck the tradition. The Detroit Lions should have to win ten games or at least nine games one season to get their spot back in the. In but I feel like the last few years they've actually been entertaining. Yeah, Before, they, only, they only lost with two seconds left yesterday. And the, I think last week, last year was was an entertaining game too. But you're right, there was like a stretch of ten years where it was just yeah, not awful. Okay, and, I and, think we went over there and smacked them. Yeah, a couple times. To be honest, yeah, I think the the Patriots are. A good enough team franchise with the history to kind of get a, a Thanksgiving game every Thursday. 
Obviously, you guys were terrible before the Bledsoe era, but well, it would uh, line up with the rest of the state doing all their like rivalry games, like uh, Thursday morning. Like I think most games are like ten o'clock. Yeah, well, they should put more games, especially like I feel like New York teams can get in there, New England, you know, some rich tradition teams. But whatever. Um, let's get into our our last episode. Uh, so obviously, and make, had- and make the eight o'clock game West Coast. You know what I'm saying? We'll get the West Coast teams involved. Eight, eight, you know, like they almost do in the NBA during Christmas Day. They put all the East Coast teams on the right, and then the nightcap is like the Lakers versus some fucking trucks. NBA flexes their games and they put their best matchups. And you need an exciting game Thursday night because if that game was like, I would have fell asleep very easily. But thank God that game was really entertaining because Uh, I knocked out by accident. I I was watching the game in my bed. I should have sat in the couch instead, but I watched that. I finished watching at two thirty in the morning. We'll talk. I actually totally forgot about that game, but um, we'll we'll get into NFL a little bit later. But I want to move on to our next topic, which was obviously the biggest episode we probably have had since we started this podcast. And we're yes. technically this would have been episode twenty, just so people don't know. Jeff Cameron wore number twenty growing up; that was his number, so that's why we honored him and gave him uh, actual 20. number nineteen episode, episode twenty, out of respect. There so, is no nineteen. So if anyone no asks you, there was never a nineteen. There was never, never a 19. Shout never. out Keyshawn Johnson. Shout out Keyshawn. Uh, but that episode was really, really good. I actually have not even listened to it, but I remember I as soon as I was done and we finished, I was like, wow, that was our best episode we've ever done. Yeah, Four it went four. well. It went really well, I thought. What Any feedback you guys gotten from anybody that listened to it? Just random people who I don't, I wouldn't expect to listen to this were like, oh, yeah, I listened to that. Yeah, that was and then uh, I, I, put like, in my big, I put in my big league um group chat uh because you know they got greg lavoy big usa guy uh kyle Lindsay, another usa guy also works for the revs and then uh i was like yo fellas i got jeff cameron on my podcast and he goes holy shit how'd you get him and i was like well play with Souza, you or i and they're boys so kind of the, the you know the in to get jeff cameron on and he might be coming back on and give it a listen and he goes all right i will and they both listened to it and they liked it so yeah i got great feedback honestly like it was even like a week later, I had some people reaching out and like, dude, that was a really good podcast. You guys did yeah. really well. And the, obviously the best part about it is Jeff Jeff likes to talk about himself. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he <laughs> and he was talking. We were just letting him talk. And shout out to Big Dave. Big Dave even told me he's like, the best thing I think you guys did was let him talk. And I was yeah. like, Yeah, dude, obviously, because he was just fucking rumbling and going off about this. And he brought this up. And he was like, All right, so now we're now we're here. But um, well, if, if this is the sucking our own dick segment, then I'll just say, Josh, you did a great job. Just <laughs> kind of being the facilitator, getting it going, getting them going. You, it was great. Yeah, somebody's got to do it. I, I offered you to do it a couple of times throughout the episode, and you don't want to no, do it. No, no, I like, I like, I like just sitting in the corner, two <laughs> <Yeah>. threes. <laughs> I didn't, oh, I didn't mind me asking him that West Virginia comment. That kind of made it, made everyone laugh. Yeah, that was. You know, I, Joe Magula was, and I was telling in in class because people love fucking Phil and his fucking. <laughs> funniness, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. But that's hilarious. That's a, that's he, had, he had no idea who fucking Joe Mazzula, Joe Mazzula was. That was hilarious. <laughs> now you can just tell he's been in Europe and doesn't pay attention to basketball at all, even when he was like in, you know, in America. It was, but it was not even watching college basketball. Like, yeah, I don't think everyone watches lied. March Madness. Like, it it's is. just your $20 a bracket. I'm pretty sure he did that in college back in the day. But Jeff, I'm shocked you didn't see Rhode Island native Joe Mazzula, head coach of Celtics. He probably don't give a shit. 
Yeah, yeah he he's not, but he doesn't live around here, so he's. It's not like it's going to be in front of his face True. all the time. He's mad sure. conservative too, and I, I bet you he hates the NBA because of the child slave labor they be doing over there to fucking <laughs> fund the NBA. All right, but that was dope. Definitely, it's going to be tough to ever top this podcast. We were looking to have a couple guests, but um, no, let's just he, send it. No, let's nah. not. <laughs> what are we, Big Dave? Hey, yo, well, I had um, to give a shout out to my, my boy Patrick Casimiro. He's a Cumberland boy who actually lives in Chicago right now. I saw him at Jay Gray's yesterday. He gives us a ton of love online. Is always like he says he's always listening and he really likes our podcast. Oh, even bring him on. Yeah, he's he's traveled a lot of places at a young age, working and stuff like that. I'm sure, he has some cool stories. Maybe we can actually bring him on. But shout out Patrick. He uh, DJs. Showing us love and in fact, he DJs. He does. Yeah, I don't know. That. He's put mixes together. We've talked yeah. about it. Me and him. It's fire. Well, let's get into it. The fucking World Cup is here in Portugal. Fucking played a very <sighs> shaky was the best crazy, way I could put shaky, it. Shaky, good. It's like so. Let's talk about. We, I don't we think shaky. Three Jeff. to two. Let's let's tell the people that we won three to two for people that did not know against yeah, Ghana. The game, the game went the, uh, versus Ghana. The game went one nothing, and then one one. Well, pretty it quickly. was a first half that was very boring, very stalemate ish, where Portugal didn't seem to want to make that. Advancing pass, they just wanted to keep the possession. It was um frustrating. Dude, they had all they had all eleven people behind the ball, Jeff. They were parking the bus deep. Like, yeah, I know, but there were plenty of times in the back. They played five in the back. First 10 minutes. I remember I'm screaming. I'm watching the game with my dad. Cancelo had all the space on the right side to go up the sideline. That side was line. he just Cancelo played like shit. So that had that to was... been that had to been just the game plan. So listen, like, no, his, we're not gonna his defensive mishap at that fucking goal was awful. He got smoked on that on that second goal, that second header, and then obviously yeah, they got great the, game the, the defenders kind of got split on that first goal. The whole defense could honestly be shaken up and kind of move forward. I know a lot of the defense was awful, but what our what our keeper did at the end of the game that can't, was, be, can't be happening from that. I game. can't that, believe that. that Dude, we need to put Ricardo back game. in there. Like I don't did Ricardo when I come. Yeah, that's a fucking huge brain fart. Dude, stop it. It's like 10 o'clock. Hey, listen, if we go to pens, if we go to penalty kicks, I want Ricardo. Say Buftadas. Shout out to AJ Romero, another listener. His dad made a shirt that said Say Buftadas, and there's a picture of him diving with no gloves. But Diego Costa, that dude did not dive not once for all three of those goals, he just stood there, looked like an idiot, looked like he wasn't even paying attention to the game. Either that or he was shitting his fucking diaper because it was his first World Cup start. I don't know. I think he was nervous. That he didn't make one dive. Any, he didn't make any attempt on any like of those fucking goals he's, that he's they, played, they scored against us. He's played Champions League, and he's looked very, very mature in that. He's played Champions League World Cup games. is a different story, dude. World Cup, like, they know, like, you know, Champions, Champions League is every year. It's probably harder. It's probably harder. It's just the pressure... Of the Hunter. World Cup makes it way like this. I'm just saying, like skill set wise, like yeah. the teams in Champions League. But playing for your country in front of all the fans and the millions of people that are watching, that shit probably gets to you mentally. But bro, you saw Ronaldo on the bench telling him to move it up. There's a picture of Bruno Fernandes telling somebody, "Yo, there's there's a guy behind you." But where's our fucking center backs communicating with the goalie? Yeah, I them have no two idea. need to be fucking talking nonstop to each other because. The goalie can see the defender's backs, you know what I'm saying? So the goalie yeah. out of everyone needs to be the well, best communicator. But you know, Danilo's not always not his natural position. So I don't give a fuck. Know. He's playing there, so he better. Yeah, he's been he's been he's playing there for PSG, and he's had a couple of big games. But and he's a professional. They need to communicate. Danilo needs to probably sit. 
So now we can go through the lineup. You know, I I still would put Diego Costa in net. People sure. that are people that are calling for Rui Patricio's name. That's what it is, Rui Patricio. That's, are, that. are are foolish and have not been watching Roma this year because no, he's not Ru- good. If you want Rui Patricio net, I got news for you, buddy. That guy's about a couple steps. Yeah, I think I would go with Saw. If you had to move I, on from Costa, I'd go Saw first. I would keep the kid, and I would keep him yeah. out. Now you now you put happened to the, the the goalie for Leon that's Portuguese that, that sits and, the bench no, over there. That, Anthony Lopes, yeah, not get called up. No, but. You take out Diego Costa, what are you guys going to do? You're fucking showing him like you guys did with Mac. No, in a way. no, you, you know, can't do bro. that. You no, know, you can't, can't do that. that to the kids. Well, everyone saw the video of after the game, Ronaldo's like going up to him like, hey, we won. Don't fucking worry about it. Like, you got to forget it and move on. Like, I love Ronaldo, man. You got to laugh oh. about it. I think he said you got to laugh about it now. Yeah, I'm still not ready to laugh. But oh, dude! Get, I, dude, I was at Danny Sanders' house, dude. I yelled so loud that I right. made his daughter cry. Let's, let's get <laughs> into baby. the biggest. Let's get into the biggest topic of the week because Jeff might be my fucking corner of the week. But Jeff is fucking on Ronaldo's dick on Twitter. Dude. I don't know if you saw that. You're a fucking dickhead for that. Okay, but you don't think does Ronaldo? If that was three years to, ago, it's stop. not a two nothing game right away. Does, does Ronaldo belong in the starting eleven? Yes. Listen, he probably well, that's deserves to still start and play, but I'm just sorry he's he's not the same guy. This is you can you can't be like you're biased if you're saying that he is still that guy because if he is that guy, he doesn't miss that first chance. He's wide open by himself with the goalie. The first touch goes fucking ten yards in front of him. It was bad. The second one, I guess the header, whatever, is not as bad. the first one was worse than the second one, but the second one, if it's three years ago, that's a goal too, no doubt about it in my mind. Chef, first of all, this is where you're wrong. Dude, Ronaldo's taking out the WD-40, okay? He's free. He's a, a free man rock. from Manchester United. He's got, rock, the, he's got the chains off now. He's, he's away from Manchester United. His rock. head's clear. Okay. He's got the WD-40 out. Follow by Yeah, he played like a bad game. No, he actually played pretty good overall. But Jeff, that first Wait till 10, Monday. I guess you're like, wait till Monday. first 10, 20 minutes, that was just, I mean... I'm sorry, it didn't look good. Well, if you want to get technical, the whole freaking team looked like shit besides Jean Felix. He's the one who's making runs. They were too busy walking. They were walking well, the ball. We're, we're gonna they get were it. with the ball. I wanted feet. to talk about that, but Ronaldo. I'm gonna go back to Ronaldo. So, okay, the first touch one that he came in in that slot in that moment. That's not the easiest of touches. And I, yes, I think on his standards he should have done better. Yes. But he I'm going it. by his own standards. He received it with the ball on the outside of his right foot, which is not what you want to do. You want to cradle that ball with your left foot. And then at that point, you slot it in. Like, I used to love taking a ball in in the box. I would love to touch it, and I would toe poke it with my toe because it, it's the quickest way to release the ball. Yeah, He needs to start stopping. Like, he is, he, not everything needs to be a blast or whatever. Just grab it, toe poke it. I don't know if you guys ever remember the Brazilian Ronaldo. He always that wonderful. He was in the corner of the box, and he did a toe poke to the corner. And he was the he was the king at that. And that's why I used to do that because I love that guy. But like there's so many moments where Ronaldo just needs to stop the ball and just toe poke in and hit it or something. And just, that's all he needs to do now with these one touch, two touch finishes. And like Phil mentioned, he is a little bit rusty. He's getting his legs underneath him. That goal, that PK goal, is well, definitely going to, going to help him in the future, I think. Well, because that, some confidence. That was something like my, my father watching the game, he was like. That's a bad penalty. Maybe okay. Uh, you know when you watch a game with someone, it was you soft. start. It was you soft. start uh, like he he just he does hate Ronaldo. 
He absolutely hates him. And I think it's starting to rub off on me. Oh, yeah. Well, like right now at this point, he's like, Dude, he should not get a yellow card. He shouldn't Portugal be playing. Nation. He shouldn't be starting. He's done. He's toasted. Like maybe just that rubbed off on me a little bit. But I mean, that penalty, that was kind of a soft penalty. It was soft, but he also took him off the line of the path he was running, Josh. He took I mean, the touch first. Jeff. He kind of, the only problem was he was facing the way. He was going towards a corner flag type deal. But I mean, it was just, contact there and there was. You need to, at the no. end of the day, give the referee something to think about for yeah. a penalty shot. Well, we he did worse. hit his cleat first. I do agree with that. But I'm just talking about the actual penalty shot. And in slow motion, very savable. In slow motion, it's different from live because in live, didn't you scream penalty live? Yeah, when they called I it, I, I was happy. Right away, I said, "Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's definitely foul." I mean, in slow motion, you look at it. Eh, no, it was fine. It's slow motion, though. But... I, I was talking more about his shot itself. Was was oh, weak and a... could have been saved if it was a better goalie. If it's if it's Cotois, like we saw uh, the day before with Davies, that's the same thing. He's gonna it's gonna get saved. I don't know. That Ronaldo shot was buried with power, but yeah. it was it was it was mid middle of the the goal and, and it was a good. It wasn't all the way to the corner. And you think about it, he had to wait and take that PK for a long time. And then if you look at, like, the guy like Canada, the guy, the Alfonso Davies, had a long time to wait, and yeah. he missed. It takes a certain uh, levels like of balls, yeah, mentality, and all that to hit that PK. But let's go through the players. So, Joan Felix started, and obviously all the Sporting Geese. Should have been man of the match, in my opinion. He was really good. And a lot of Sporting Geese, Porto fans are fucking uh, crying, oh, the kid. The kid doesn't do nothing. Yeah, well, how about now, you fucking dickheads? Like, it, if you look at that kid, some guy made a comment. He's not a big game player. I said, what are you? Are you nuts? You guys already forget what he did when he was in a Benfica shirt at 18 years old and he went to Porto, scored a fucking banger and won us the league? Yeah. Like, some people, <laughs> I, I I look at them on Twitter and I see their, their posts and their tweets and I'm just like, you can tell you weren't a player, A. Eh? I could tell you weren't a player. I could tell if you were a player, you weren't good. Um, and I love Twitter because it gives everybody an opinion and a thing. But man, some people just drive me nuts. And even the even the American girl commentator was like, "Oh, surprise star for Joe Felix." I'm like, I'm just like, "Yo, what are, what are people well, talking about?" Everyone's like, just it's recency bias, you know. He hasn't looked great at that Letty, but it's fair. I will say. You know, it's a big tournament for Ronaldo. It's huge for Felix right now because he is on transfer the block. Window. He's in the transfer yeah, window. He, he, he wants to he wants to ball out to show you can like have a big big uh, club come get him. I but think Joe Felix and Ronaldo go to the same team. Ooh, here's a hot take. I think Joe Felix and Ronaldo get off from the same squad. I already said it, Phil. Like, what, you, what, what team is that? That he, go, that he would go to. They both should go to AC Milan and help out that team with Giroud and Leon. That'd be great. Ooh, I would love that. But listen. My main point that I was getting to is, dude, when the sound comes out, it is extremely toxic on Twitter. It's like English, the English Premier League fan base. It's so bad. And all it is, it's divided between Sporting, Benfica, and Porto. And it's like, oh, yeah. this player is from, from Benfica, so he should be playing, and he's way better. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I try my best to keep it all out. Like, I don't like Bruno Fernandes. I never really loved him. Yeah, facts. Honest, I know – how he's the most important player for our national team. Yeah. But I, I don't really like the guy. And it has nothing to do with the sporting bias because I, I honestly just don't never like them. And I the he never really player, impressed me that much. And the number one player I fucking hate is Otavio. I can't stand that guy. And what that pisses me off the most is 
is he's fucking born in Brazil and he's a Porto player and I hate him because of the way he plays. I don't even think he's that good to be honest. But then people come at us for Jerome Felix is starting, but literally we'll have nothing to say when Otavio is playing and he's not yeah. even from our country. And yeah. I even asked, I even asked for Anthony Silva to start over Pep and stuff like that. And everyone's like, "Oh, tell me you're not a Benfica fan without saying you're a Benfica fan." I'm like, "Have you been watching the games?" <laughs> yeah, he Anthony played against Silva. PSG at 18 years old, dude. Stopped Neymar, Mbappe, and fucking Messi, dude. Like, give me a brush. I understand like, that though. He's he, he hasn't played. He hasn't played for the Swazon much. He hasn't played ever. He's never been called he had, up. He had so, one friendly. So I understand that. But if we're talking about form, I mean, the kid has played at the highest level possible. And he's been playing fucking good. Yeah, and Benfica is undefeated. And dude, we don't have that many goals scored against us. Like that kid's good. Like I don't, I don't know. It's it's. Um, I I agree. You you have to put all the biases once the national team gets together. But it's tough because you know it's like it's bad, Jeff. It's you're bad, you're at bad. you're you're at war all year with Porto and Sporting fans, and then you're supposed to all come together. It, it is a tough kind of like one eighty you're supposed but, to take. But I I agree. Like I'm not a big fan of Bruno either, but. If if he's the when he's on he could be the difference maker to make he us is. a World Cup maybe winner who That's knows I, I mentioned we go through Bruno and Bernardo Bernardo didn't have his best game he didn't have a great and, game and either Bruno, yeah. and Bruno did and all it takes is really one of them to have a really good game because they need to create yeah. they need to be on the on the on the on the on the score sheet as giving assists because we have players like Ronaldo Felix and Leon and. It's just insane how Leon comes on in one touch. He fucking scores. He just tied Wayne Rooney's fucking World Cup goal record with one. <laughs> fucking <laughs> bum. Hey, Wayne Rooney, you fucking bum. Yeah. Leon and Felix in one game have the same amount of fucking World Cup goals as him. So I, I think I should was yelling before the game that Leon needed to start. I was not surprised when he came in and they scored. he scored right away. And, and if he doesn't start, it's okay. But he needs to come on and get fucking 45 minutes. I've been preaching on Twitter all week about coaches making changes and these old coaches and these old mindset, like Fernando Santos needs to stop. If you're thinking about making changes in the 70th or 75th minute, there's something really wrong with you because that team was bleeding and begging for a change a lot earlier. And this guy just wasn't doing it. And then his first sub ended up being William Cavalli. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I didn't like that at all. Why I, the fuck I, I, I didn't think Cavalli played bad. I thought he actually came in and was, was decent, but my thing was it, not so much the starting lineup and, and who goes in when it's the mindset of the team when they're on the field, because that first half, like I said, it, it, it was just a, like, we're going to just, we're going to stay in our formation. We're going to pass the ball around. We're going to keep it. We're going to, and the real change happened when they started making quick decisions, quick passes, attacking quickly, not being so methodical. That was the difference to me in the game. That's and it happened when Leon came on the field, and I don't know. Maybe they're they're correlated. Maybe they're not. I don't know. And the problem is, it's like if Bernardo and Bruno play. Here's here's the real problem. I'm gonna be honest with you. It comes down to Cristiano, right? It comes down to Cristiano because he needs a spot in the team. Okay. Yeah. So if Cristiano is going to play, then Leon and Felix cannot both play together. It seems like that is not in Santos's plan. And I don't see Santos, why not. It's not in his plans. The guy has his ways. Like, he has his players. Otavio is one of his guys. He loves that guy. And I don't mind it. I, mean, I do think you, if you're going to have a lot of these high-skilled players, you do need a guy out there who's willing to do all the dirty, quote-unquote, dirty stuff or, like, the the, the unglamorous uh, stuff, which he definitely does. I do enjoy, like, 
I do uh, value that from him. Yep. Okay. From who? My bad. I had the headphones off. I... Oh, Pavi, I'm just saying, like, oh, um, Santos has his guys. He might like Jerome Felix a lot more than Rafael Leon, but I'll tell you right now, Twitter doesn't agree with that because people calling Jerome Felix a flop and all this, blah, blah, blah. They don't see his skill set or whatever it may be. But Fernando Santos loves a player like Otavio over other players, and that's just what he wants. He likes those guys that have that war mentality, that that toughness, and he just has his people, and that's what I think is kind of wrong with him, and he's a little bit old in mindset, and that's just what I see from the outside looking in. Couldn't, couldn't you move Otavio to the bench, right, and put Jean Felix in that spot and have Felix, Bernardo Silva, and um, – Bruno Fernandes in the midfield, and then put Leo up up top with Ronaldo. Phil, this is what I just said, but Cristiano. Oh, I didn't hear that. My no, bad. Well, but the point that I'm saying right now, Cristiano has to have a spot in the team right now, right? Because who he is, yeah. He 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 helps. He's a gift and a curse. That's what I I keep. Let's see. This is the honest truth that I believe. With Ronaldo needing a spot in the team, a player of Felix and Leo have to sit. One of them have to sit. Because you, you're going to play a guy like Otavio, Bruno, Bernardo, and then a player like Ruben Neves, the defensive minor midfielder, right? If Ronaldo is not there, then we can fucking be really creative and have Leon, Felix, even Jota when he's healthy, Bernardo, Bruno with, like, Neves in the middle. That's very attack-minded. All right. Well, I'm just – like, I know Ronaldo has to play. And I've said it – I just said it being the pot. He's not the same type of player he we're used to him being. I think you can play Felix and and Leon up top if he's going to play more of like uh like a striker position like a Harry Kane where he's going to come down, he's going to help in the midfield a little bit just to like distribute distribute the ball into the 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 final third which like he's he has the instincts and he's smart enough to do that. And again, he can't he's not as he's not as quick and as fast as he used to be. So I think if he could just change his mindset a little bit it would help the team a lot. Also, oh, you kind of like play like noodle gums, like back to the net, receive yeah. it, shoot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, listen, I don't mind he it. Needs, he needs to be there and put the fucking ball in the net. He had a couple of chances in the first half. He looked like the same old United. I mean, the, the recent Ronaldo at United definitely was a little old and a little sluggish, but um, man, we need him bad. We need him. To I will say like, be that, that guy. And, when he had that penalty that the, that took the goal, his uh, that first goal that got wiped off, I didn't think that was a penalty. And he looked – I mean, that was a good shot. I mean, maybe he – I didn't think it was a PK either, to be honest. But – Well, let's well, talk about – to be honest, that goal that he did finish, that was disallowed. That guy from Ghana fell down because he got sneezed on. Yeah. Let, That's what I was talking to. Talking let's about. talk about really quickly the lineup you would see. I think Jeff and I both agree on this, but – uh, moving forward, so next lineup we have we play Uruguay on Monday, which is a big game, and we'll get touch up on our group right after this and move on to the rest of the World Cup. I would love to see Diego Costa stay in that. I mean, love whatever, but agree. Uh, I think he should stay in that and and stay there. Juan Cancelo, I love the kid, huge Benfica boy. I love him to death, but just has not been playing well recently. Not even with Man City, he's been kind of off. Got smoked. On that second goal, I would maybe play terrible, play. terrible what he did there. I would give Diogo Delo a chance. Yeah, I think it sends defender. a message. Sends a message to Cancelo a little bit. It's like, listen, buddy, your job, your job, your spot isn't completely lost, but we're gonna we're gonna give Delo. It's a also job not. It shouldn't be guaranteed because this team is too deep. It's an all star team. It's way too deep. Nobody's spot should be guaranteed. Play Delo, give him a chance. 
Now, Anthony Silva. It's Antonio Silva. Fucking Phil. You said <laughs> Anthony twice. Dude. Let's go. Oh my God. Well, according oh, to the week, Anthony, Anthony Silva is the kid you went to CCD school with. Yeah. Uh, Anthony <laughs> Silva is his English name if he lived in America. My bad. There's probably, like, there's probably fucking 20 Anthony Silvas in every place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Town and in fucking Rhode Island. Yeah. Anthony Silva. My bad, yeah. We're going to name the episode Anthony Silva. <laughs> okay, um, that's fine. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, my um, God. All right. So, Ruben Diaz, another one. I love you to death, my guy. But Ruben Diaz has not been the fucking same since he got hurt last year. In the Champions League semifinal against Man City, when he got rushed from Man City against Real Madrid, he got rushed back. He caused the PK for Benzema an extra time. He was very lazy and late on that tackle. He's been kind of lazy and late on some tackles right now, but he's probably the best at what we have, so he's got to play. But yo, I was gonna. Yes, you got you got to play better. You got to. I was better. gonna say this earlier, but do you think the reason why they won't play Antonio Silva is because they think like Ruben needs someone that's gonna be more dependable or, or has experience because I don't know, he's maybe just not that hundred percent that he was, you know, a couple of years ago, a year ago. Cause that's the only thing that makes sense to me is that they like, Hey, we need someone who has experience next to Ruben because we, like, if we have both those young guys out there, it, it, it could get really shaky. No, he's a captain. He's a veteran at this point. I mean, Ruben Diaz, when he came to Benfica, was in the same shoes as Antonio Silva. Was sure. a fucking young monster. Not to mention, he was a fucking captain at fucking 18, 19, 20, 21, whatever he was, and led our team to a, a couple league titles. So Ruben Diaz was in that spot. He should probably have a ton of respect for what Antonio Silva is doing. And I would play the kid, especially when we're talking about form. And I would play Pep right now over Danilo. And I didn't mind the Danilo start, but he started. He showed what he showed. And now, buddy, you got to go. John Cancelo out. I would take out Danilo as well. But you, and, and I would play Pepe if he's ready or Antonio yeah. Silva. Well, you know, I don't know how you look at this with the game against uh, Uruguay. But um, because they have an older center forward like Suarez, do you do you now give Pepe a chance? Yeah. Because against, a, like, you know, if they, if they start Nunez in the middle, I don't love Pepe. But if it's Suarez, then yeah, maybe you give him a, sh a shot. Suarez is probably going to start. But listen, Uruguay is very old. They're one of the oldest teams in the tournament, starting eleven wise, and they have a right. few old. They have a few old center backs themselves. So, I think Pep. With that said, it's a great point. I think that's a great shout and a, a great, great, great player to call up for that game. And on the left hand side, Rafael Guerrero probably had his worst game ever in a Portugal jersey. If Nuno Mendes is not healthy, man, I would love to have seen Mario Rui. Get a chance to play, but he's not there, dude. It's kind of funny. No, he's not called up. Yeah, I mean, Guerrero, he didn't do much in the game to make me he think was it awful. was awful. He yeah. was bad. Um, but I, I heard men should be ready to go. If it was just is, like a. It was like he a, missed. He missed practice. That's what it, it was, was like. Malaysia, so he had some some muscle sort injury. of yeah muscle. Is like is like um, I forget some. It was some. I saw it on Twitter. It was like Mal Malaysia or something like that. Yeah, but I thought it was like a sickness. If he's healthy and ready, the kid has to play and ready to go because he's a very dynamic player. And with him and Leon both on that left hand side, it's fucking dangerous. And if coach wants to stick with Juan Cancelo, okay, but expect some changes to the defense coming up this next game. Now we we head to the midfield, and what I would love to see happen: Ruben Neves also probably had one of his worst games ever. 
uh, just, in the Portugal show. He wasn't was, I didn't see no like he wasn't noticeable. He didn't do anything to make me go. Dude, oh yeah, he needs to guy, play. That dude, kudos, took the ball, set, received the ball in the middle of the field, turned on Ruben, ran by him, and got a dangerous shot off. And that's when I was like, yo, that doesn't normally really happen to Ruben Neves. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, I'll say maybe he needs a sub because the, guy, the kid's legs are tired. I don't know. Well, he was uh, one of the first subs, right? Yeah. And Paulinho came in, and for whatever he did, the few moments that he had, he looked good. He, he does what he does. He's a wreck. He's, he, he sticks people. And he gets the ball back, and I and I kind of respect that. I don't really like his game because I think he's a hack. And well, again, me, if you if you're gonna have this ultra talented, ultra skilled forward in midfield, you need a guy like that. Like I said, like Otavio, especially I, this Uruguay. I would yeah. play. I would play Paulinho, and I'll probably play Pep, um, because of that old school mentality, of that toughness, that warrior yeah. mindset. Like for sure, Uruguay is gonna do that to us, so we kind of need to match them. And do that because we don't have Renato Sanchez this tournament. So I still well, don't. That's, that's fucking banana land. They should have brought him up. And, and we don't have Renato Sanchez. I'll be Pika boy, but we got to see Otavio, the Brazilian fucking cuck, not only come to the World Cup, but start. That's what bothers me the worst, honestly. So, dude, Renato Sanchez, it, 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 dude, he's kind of like the hero in that, that Euro thing. That, that goal he scored to even bring it to penalty kicks for us was huge. Left footed. Kid was young I in that agree. tournament. I just, and, I don't. I agree. I I, you know, it sucks that he's not there. It really sucks. But yeah, this was the team that I would play: Diego Costa, Diego Delot, Ruben Diaz, Pepe, Nuno Mendes, Paulinho, Ruben Neves with Bruno, and then Bernardo, Ronaldo, Felix, and Leon is going to come in off the bench. That's what I think he's going to do, and I wouldn't mind that at all. But I would play Neves and Paulinho in the middle together. And let Bruno go on the attack with Ronaldo, Bernardo, yeah. and Felix. Well, that would help Neves because, you know, he, he's good defensive midfielder. But if you have an actual defensive midfielder, he can do a little – I think he you can let his game open up a little bit more. Yeah, and even if you play Paulinho by himself, I think he can handle the center mid by himself, wrecking the midfield, and put a guy like Vitinha on the field with Bruno. That would be – I would like Bernardo, that too. Cristiano, and thing because Vitinha is that guy who can make that pass – yeah. Make that cross, make that run, and he can score some goals. What team does he play for? PSG. PSG. Okay. And I mean, he's ultimately the reason why Ronaldo's <laughs> not here is because he's been playing over Ronaldo at PSG. Yeah, oh, playing well. well. Well, predictions for Monday. I say a grueling, nice one nothing win over Uruguay. I'll go. I, I've had luck with this, so I'm going to go two nothing. Okay. Mm. I was gonna go to one Portugal. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into the rest of our group. So Uruguay actually just tied on with with uh, South Korea zero zero. I don't know if you guys saw that game. Yeah, Very I watched a little bit. That was a bad game. A few chances there. Been the a lot game. of been a lot of zero zero draws. There's like four of them. Right? Yeah, and here's a fun fact: last World Cup in 2018, it took I heard until the 63rd game or the 66th game until the first zero zero draw. We have seen almost four, five, or six of them within the first round of games alone yeah. this year. And as soon as I started, I, I was burying unders. And I fucking had Uruguay money line and a massive parlay, a couple of them, and they lost. It was so bad. Oh, my God. I was watching that game like, yo, this is not happening. Yeah. They hit the post a couple yeah, times. Yeah, they had chances. They definitely had chances. They had more chances probably than South Korea. South Korea had. But they both look good. They Both yeah. teams are, both teams look actually look decent. I walked but, away more impressed with <clears> South <throat> Korea than I was with Uruguay. Yeah. Uh, just because I, uh, you know, 
I think South Korea would be tougher for Portugal though with the style they played. Yeah, I don't know, Phil. Did you catch that game at all? I watched uh, some of it. I watched. Yeah, it was in the morning game. I mean, I, uh, I mean, it looked, they both looked like you know they were like nervous, but not really nervous. But I don't know. It was just tough to tell. But are I you mean, concerned? Yeah. Are you concerned with either Uruguay or Korea versus Portugal? Korea, no. <laughs> so you should go Korea. Korea, <laughs> whatever. But I mean, Uruguay. I mean, like, dude, like they could have like that game, and then Suarez. And and Nunez stopped balling the fuck out. And, I mean, Suarez looks cashed. Oh yeah, yeah. I barely even heard his name. I barely heard his name. But then, yeah. But then Suarez got. Kind of, but Suarez has a good game against Portugal. The last time we played him, he fucking last Cavani, Cavani did. Cavani, Cavani killed him. Oh, that was oh, the scoop. Yeah. I thought it was and he's, Suarez. And he's, a better, and he's a better option for them, I think, right now than Suarez. Yeah, but he comes. But Cavani comes off the bench too Cavani. for this park. I know he's old, but <laughs> I don't know. Just Uruguay, like if you know. They play like the way they're supposed to. Like it's gonna be a good matchup for Portugal. It's gonna be good for the world to watch because it'd be another battle. But but I think well, Portugal should come out of this group first place. Yeah, and, and we'll see what happens on Monday. So game next games are coming up on Monday. Uh Claire schedules there at two o'clock. Huge game for Portugal well, and Uruguay. Obviously, we need to win against Uruguay. If if Ghana we win there, that's that's six. If Ghana points, can beat if Ghana can beat South Korea and and you know we come away with some points against Uruguay, that puts us in a really good spot. Very good spot. Six points, you're you're in, dude. That's it. Yeah, we, beat we, we, we win on Monday. We dude, beat that's Uruguay, South Korean game. Beat Korea, you're in. Uh, and let's go from there. Like I keep mentioning, is a beating the dead horse. Winning our group, guys, is the most important fucking thing. We need to win our group because we avoid Brazil. If we finish second. And Brazil wins their group. The first game in the knockout stages will be Brazil. And then if we do that, it most likely will be the winner of the Spain group and Germany group, which is looking like Spain after a 7-0 smackdown. That gold differential plus three points is almost considering. First of all, let's get into that group. Let's just go to the, top of the rest of the World Cup. Um, Germany, the big upsets. Argentina. First of all, I wanted to mention this. Yeah, Argentina. Messi, we got to start with Argentina. Messi takes a PK, scores one nothing, and his team loses. Ronaldo scores a PK to go one nothing and we win. You guys can decide who's a go and not. Do the math. Just, you guys can do the, the world. math. I'm just letting you know Portugal, Ronaldo gets a PK. Both PKs were questionable, by the way. Yeah. Both PKs were questionable. And if you think Ronaldo gets favored or whatever, please look up the game. Portugal versus oh. Serbia. That ball versus Serbia. The ball fucking went in and they ruled the goal for not uh not for Ronaldo. And Portugal had to play in the qualifying because of that. Okay, so nobody, nobody's fucking here giving Ronaldo favors, okay? Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. But Messi and Argentina, you fucking dickheads. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about all the country's talking shit the about fucking, him. The fake Argentina fans in the world, the Colombians that have to root for Argentina right now because you bums couldn't even make the tournament. Uh, the, the Guatemalans, the Venezuelans, all these other people that are rooting for Argentina. How about now, you dickheads? You lose just to fucking Saudi Arabia after going up one nothing. Did you guys know Saudi Arabia had the worst odds at the beginning of the World Cup to win? But they, they didn't look bad, though. They didn't look bad, but they were the odds-on worst going into right. the World Cup. Two, two things. Actually, three things from that game as well. The guy who was marking Messi went on Twitter, said about my first World Cup match against Messi, blah, blah, locked them up. Hilarious. <laughs> Number two, Saudi Arabia had a holiday the next day after they beat Argentina. They had a holiday. 
Everyone, no one had to go to yeah, work. Everyone was the, celebrating. The, the whatever they have, the king or the, yeah, he uh, came out. Yeah. He's like next. He's like tomorrow's a holiday. No one go to work. No one do anything. Everyone can celebrate. And then number three, um, the Saudi Arabian fans doing Ronaldo celebration outside the stadium. Like, oh, where's Messi? Yeah, I outside saw videos like that too. Yeah. And then before good. that guy shooting his AK up in the air when they scored that second goal was pretty banana land. But that, that yeah. that's awesome. Saudi Arabia just bananas. No, I mean, so far, the Middle East and, and Asian countries have fared well. Huh. Wales lost to freaking Iran today. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and uh, Japan obviously did well. But back to the group. I mean, I, it's a, it was a shocker. I kept thinking, you know, I woke up early to watch that game. And I actually fell asleep in the middle of the first half. I went back to sleep. I came back and it was one one. I woke up, it was one one. I was like, okay, Argentina is about to blow, you know, walk away with this. They'll they'll score two goals in the last, you know, thirty minutes or whatever. It didn't happen. I was it was shocking. Well, listen, they had a ton of offsides too in the beginning. Yeah, they yeah. were Saudi Arabia was playing an extremely high line in the first half. I, I was asleep that during game. that, but That's I did that. see some of the VAR. Like, yo, I woke up the only five a.m. five a.m. game. I woke up because I have respect for Messi. So Messi, here's my take. Messi is a GOAT. He is a GOAT. That's a fact. Yeah. Non-debatable. He is a GOAT, but he is not my GOAT. So I can still make fun of him, but still respect yeah. him. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? So he is a GOAT. No doubt about it. One of the best to ever do it. If not the best, the best to ever do it. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Whatever you agree. He's just not mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not mine. But if you say he is, I understand why. Like, I'm not, I'm not stupid. Like, I get it. But him not winning... Is the first game against Saudi Arabia is a terrible look, and Argentina has never won the fucking World Cup, so I don't know, man. What do you mean? When they lose the the first game, Messi, Messi has never won the World Cup. Okay, um, but uh, the last World Cup winners was uh, I believe France, and they lost their first game to Switzerland. Uh, I saw it was Spain, Spain, Spain. Sorry, yeah, it was Spain in uh, 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lost their first game, and this. Argentina team is nowhere close to that Spain national team because people need to remind remember that Spain national team won the Euro Cup in 2008, then they won the World Cup in 2010, and then won the Euros again in 2012. Oh, it's one of the that, best. Teams that will of all never time. fucking be done again. No, never. The only thing that can top that is if France wins this World Cup, winning back to back World Cups is probably better than that. Yeah, I think the ultimate sentiment from that Saudi Arabia game was that Argentina was overinflated going into this this tournament. Uh, they actually do have a good amount of holes on the team. Like they don't have that that explosive winger that mm-hmm. everyone said. I saw everyone saying they needed Garnacho to be there. Um, I was actually surprised uh, Martinez didn't start at center back. They had like who? Yeah, they they're have, gonna switch that up. I think they have gonna, to. I, that was so gonna, shocking. They don't have you. That's about it. They're gonna switch that up. Neither. I mean, Enzo I'm not Enzo Fernandez not starting. How was Enzo not starting on that team? I saw that tweet too. Someone's like, "Oh, how come Enzo yeah. Fernandez not starting?" Like, did yeah. Well, uh, Rodrigo De Paul stinks. He's a good player, but he's just. Eh, I am not. He's, he's not, not my type not. of player. I don't like. Yeah. Him. Well, let's move on to uh, any. Let's let's talk about actually you know get into the U.S. national team since we are fucking American right it's kind of important yeah and we're we reaching did, we, we the did, hour but it's been eight I, and a half I years. thought we were gonna go group by group I was just gonna say Argentina they should probably still win that group we I think they should and they lost the first game so you know it's just the, it's just the first game I wouldn't I wouldn't take too much into it but now they got to play Mexico Mexico does play a similar style to them in a yeah. way if anyone can match up and know Argentina. 
It's fucking Mexico. In Mexico, oh, and they're gonna dirty it up. One hundred percent. Don't matter who they have in their names, those motherfuckers show up yeah. at the World Cup. It's kind of insane. Ochoa, uh, Ochoa did oh, it again. Great, what a great stuff, dude! Shout out Dre Andres, dude. Yeah, dude. The Mexican team, and it's crazy because as soon as you start watching them, it's like, damn. I didn't have high hopes for Mexico in this tournament because, for once, it's like there was players on that team I didn't know where the fuck they were. I need to Google. They had yeah. a guy named Henry Henry Martin. Starting up, Martin. Martin. I said, who the fuck is Henry Martin? I said, I'm sure he's Mexican. That's the name of my middle school. Henry <laughs> Martin. Check, check, check his birth certificate. Yeah, dude, but they just show up, dude. I made a comment that they're literally like Syracuse in the NCAA tournament. No matter who's there, Ooh, they fucking yeah. will win. Will win a couple games and move on and probably get out to the next round. Yep. And they kind of deserve that tie because Poland definitely did not deserve any sort of points in that game. I thought they looked like shit, and Lewandowski still has not scored a World Cup goal. That's insane. Yeah, he's a, um, a player of his stature to not score one, Jeff. Yeah, I know the rest of his team sucks, but that is kind of that's shocking. It is shocking. So to to lead that group, um, they have uh, Saudi Arabia with three points, Poland with one, Mexico with one, and Argentina with zero. So Argentina and Mexico is obviously a huge matchup. And let's touch up on this next group. So obviously England-USA is today, but mm -hmm. we just played Wales. And our coach. So disappointing. Very disappointing. We had an unbelievable first half. Wales make a change at halftime. I'm begging this coach to make changes, begging every coach to start making changes at halftime. It's like something well, new that I think they should adapt. But <laughs> This guy is going to make all the wrong changes. You want, you want changes? Guess what? It's not going to be the ones you want. Yeah, and you can beg for changes for a coach to make changes. Like, I think a coach should be making a change between 45th minute and the 60th minute. You have to give a substitution 30 to 45 minutes to change the game. Like, unless especially you're, when you're, unless when you're it's a Rafael Leon. Unless you're Leon, you're just first touch <laughs> goats and just tapping in. And like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Kids, that kid is unbelievable, dude. It's just yeah. the way Leon glides and runs, nobody in Portugal. Oh, Jean Felix started that break, didn't he? He did. He stole the ball. Yeah. John Felix had a great game, but yes. Okay, let's we'll, we'll stay, we'll back to the U.S. US sorry, yeah. sorry. Back to the U.S. because we want to touch up on NFL before we wrap this up. But um, this coach does not use Gio Reyna. Unbelievable. No. Yeah, that guy should be fucking starting over any player that plays that MLS. Kid is kid is really really good, but the problem is Timothy Weah is like he's in great prime. Form. He's like prime Ronaldo when he puts the USA jersey on, and it's hard yeah. to bench him and. I like yeah. the kid a lot, but the way he plays for USA is like wow. You need you need to play him, and at this point, do you do you start Pulisic at, at center forward and put in Reyna? That's the problem. I like Sergeant Tuna. What he does fits the team. You know, like yeah, you need a striker. I think every team needs a forward to have that presence to be up top to occupy the center backs because right. you need to give the center backs something to think this, about to, 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 to do something. So listen yeah. in the. In the first half, Wales did not play with an out-and-out out true number nine striker, okay? Wales did not do that. So that meant our center backs, it was the easiest thing to do to defend because there's nobody to really defend. Right. Wales was just fucking sitting back, kicking it up. And USA was doing whatever we wanted. As soon as we lost the ball, we got it back. And it was mm -hmm. unbelievable. First Tyler half, Adams was a great game. Tyler Adams is unbelievable. One of the best DMs in the world, okay? He's really there at that yep. moment. But – the second half comes and Wales now Wales now bring in a striker. They brought in that guy more. Mm -hmm. Now 
Zimmerman and Tim Ream had to fucking work hard and defend all yeah. second half. And Wales had a guy, when they got the ball on defense now, they had a guy to kick the ball up to hold it and then start their offense, right? Right, right. And USA did absolutely fucking nothing. Did absolutely nothing to change that. Waited way too long to make changes. And then when he does change, he brings on fucking Jordan Morris. Honestly, there, there could be a debate where Phil could be better than Jordan Morris right now. <laughs> uh, center back? <laughs> no, did you ever play fucking... center back, Phil? Uh, Adolfo tried to put me a center back and lose Dunya one year, dude. I, I was actually a sweeper. I don't know, man. I, I didn't like it. I'm like a no. midfielder forward. Yeah, but at my age now, I think I might have to drop back and play some defense. I don't know. Well, you, you have the. Uh, you, I mean, you're American, so we could use you. Well, we could. I'm also a dual <laughs> citizen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe Portugal yeah, could use you too. <laughs> well, today's a big game. Today, today, today is a massive game with England and USA coming up. Um, what? Come on, honestly, do you think we have a chance? Because I don't. I don't know, man. You guys got to talk me into USA soccer, dude. I just don't know the players. I, I don't We've think we enough. have a chance. Walker to... Zimmerman. Yeah, no I, way. Listen, if we play Serginho Dest today at right back, he's going to get smoked. He's going to get exposed. Yeah, Scally would be the guy, right? I, I would love to play Scally. I don't know anything you know, about this. So I'm not going to lie. Deep down, deep down in my heart, I want it so bad for Portugal that I will suffer and give up American downfall. This World Cup, even though it's been eight and a half years since we last played in the World Cup, I will suffer well, and win another score to get this fucking gym gym teacher out of this fucking team. <laughs> well, I, shout I, out. I, I pray okay. on his downfall. I literally go to bed like I hope that motherfucker had a bad day. Uh, shout out to uh, PFT who is in Qatar right now. He actually had this take when they uh, uh, I'm part of my take with um, the interview with uh, Taylor Twelman was really good. If you guys haven't heard it yet, uh, but. This you this World Cup is more like a like the U.S. needs to kind of get their feet wet, like get some experience in the World Cup because they're still a young young team, yeah. and next World Cup will be the one for them. And it's at home. And it's at home. And it's at home. We'll have a new coach. I don't know who the fucking guy is going to be. I'll take Jesse March if it doesn't work out at Leeds. But the 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 this this is the problem with American soccer. You give Greg Berhalter a job. Because of who he knows. His best friend is Ernie Stewart, who runs the Federation of US. I think his brother-in-law is like a treasurer. The CFO, the, yeah, the chief like officer yeah. or something like yeah. that. This fucking guy is getting the fucking job and he's not qualified for it. He's a young coach to begin with. And he's just an absolute fucking dickhead, dude. He's just he – he doesn't give no accountability. Like, if you don't play Gio Reyna, you need a fucking answer. You need to answer me why you brought on Jordan Morris instead of Gio Reyna. There's, yeah, that's crazy. That is one of the craziest moves I've ever seen a coach do in my life. Like, do you think there's an MLS quota? Because that's what I see a lot of. Is that I, to to that's such bullshit. If you play in Europe and, and start and get a lot of good minutes, you should automatically play for USA. No matter what position you play, you should automatically play. And then you, put, and then you put, and then you put the best MLS automatic, players. But there, there is some truth in that where it's like you have a certain quality, you should be starting. So, yeah. yeah. The quality, dude, it, MLS is like college soccer compared to fucking European, man. Yeah. Dude, listen, it, it just, it's just pathetic. I, you know, if you're in – I, I think what Phil said is wrong, but that's such a Phil comment. But if you're in the MLS, <laughs> if you're in the MLS it. and you're playing good, fine. So be it. That's great. But I'm telling you right now, these MLS guys don't see what Gio Reno sees when he's playing in a fucking Champions League. Yeah. Scoring goals in Champions League. He's one of the best players in the Bundesliga. Don't play. Don't tell me Jordan Morris is playing. Jordan Morris's last game was probably 
two months ago, bro, because this fucking Seattle team did absolutely nothing this year. So our MLS players literally had almost about a month off yeah. before this World Cup has started. Not to, and then if they wait to play a couple of games, it's it's just like, bro. So like, you made that's, my comment. That's reason. That's reason alone. So yeah, Phil's right. All the European yeah, guys. Yeah, so you made my comment. Should be more playing. Smart. They're more. I'm just saying. In if, form. If, a, if an MLS player is better and deserves to play, I'm all yeah. for it. I don't give a fuck what team you came from, what club you came from, where you're playing. If you're playing better and you're doing good, I'm all for it. Look at Josh Sargent. He's playing in the second league in England, but he's. He's done very well. He's earned his moments up top. But yeah, second division in England is better than MLS. The, our problem Agreed. is our deepest positions are these wingers. We have Timothy Weah, Gio Reyna, Pulisic, and Brandon Aronson. Our four players all play same positions, and all, essentially only two of them can play. Right. Maybe three. So yeah. one of our best four players has to sit. And the way this idiot coaches – Two of them are sitting, and Brandon Aronson, and when I we haven't even talked about him, he's another one who's an absolute monster, playing really, really good. He's got to play today, right? He's got to start because exactly. I think he's the type of player that will give England some problems. He has to play, and then who do you bench? You play him in the middle, no? Uh, you might have to. You might have to figure out a way to because Weston McKinney, I think, is it one hundred percent fit. He looks like he picked up a knock, and he's not yeah. healthy. He might have. He might be the one that you have to sacrifice. Yeah, that's fine because I love Musa, and I, obviously we already. Said but here, this coach needs to use all of them, and, and I don't even care if he makes it as American as possible. Be like, dude, you guys are each getting 45, 45 minutes each, and that's it. And he plays Aronson, he plays Weya, he plays Pulisic, and he plays Gio Reyna, and he gives Sargent and maybe another striker a chance up top. And we'll see what happens. I don't think things are going to be good today. My prediction: I think England could win this game like two, like a two nothing, two nothing win for England. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, I mean, I hate England. I don't follow USA soccer. I just want USA to beat England because <laughs> England's our fucking rivals. Yeah, and uh, well, so, there's a goal right now. Netherlands, yeah, just, Netherlands scored. just scored. Netherlands won. Nothing. No, got ball. all right. Well, since we're talking about soccer, you guys, you guys, switch up to NFL real quick because I got some shit yeah. to, to to say about the Patriots. Well, last night, you guys go into Minnesota. By the way, I hate on the kid a lot. By far, Mac Jones is probably best performance. Yeah, definitely of the season. Definitely of the season, maybe of his career, to be honest. He looked good. He looked decent. I'll thank you, Josh. Yeah, I was about to get into that. He looked really, really good. He looked good. Some confidence. He had some throws. Yeah, maybe. He fucked up the end of the first half. Him and Hunter Henry fucked up the end of the first half. That was brutal. The Um, referees were just terrible. The refs were bad, and our special team sucks. Which That's why wonderful. we lost the game. He Which played great. Of. It's really unfortunate. It's been the opposite storyline this whole season was, you know, our defense and, and yeah. everything else kind of keeps us in games. And then he hasn't played well today. today yesterday was the opposite. He played fantastic. Well, all right. So the special teams wasn't even that bad. Yeah, they let a kickoff return. That's fine. But that block punt, that wasn't Phil, rough in the kicker. I yes, he it. did. His helmet hit his foot. What are you talking about? Yeah. That was a- so why do you have to dive feet first like a side tackle? Not, I, I you can't the touch the kicker. Phil, dude, he, hit his, he hit his fucking toe of his cleat. Okay, dude, but you can't touch him. Come on. You can't touch him. That's oh. the rule. So then how come they didn't call it the second time when they went to go punt and freaking they, they hit the guy and he fell? What second time? There was, there was another punt that the the Vikings did and our guy blocked they, the, whatever it was. It, it ran into the well, they, kicker They had too. two. The Pats had two. It, roughing the kickers. That was the game that that changed the game. But let's honestly, Jeff, the Hunter Henry 
not catch no no going TD. out of bounds is insane. No, the TD that was a touchdown. Like, oh yeah, that like, was what, bad. What the fuck the, is I was screaming now, at the dude. TV. His what? hands underneath the ball. What are you talking about, dude? Yeah, his fingers are he, underneath the ball the whole time. Yeah, yeah and he that, rolled that over the felt. ball. Big deal. The ball fucking bubble, but it didn't hit the ground. It was still on his chest. No, the that's NFL. one of the that's one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. The NFL is turning into a fucking joke. Is turning to a joke because I tweeted this last week. These bogus calls are being made every weekend, and we just continue to watch it like nothing happened. Dude, last night was insane. It was really, really bad. It was so bad. And that was a fucking touchdown. It's such bullshit. Yeah. I mean, what are we supposed to do? Not watch? Je- I get it, dude. Listen, I-, I totally get it, Jeff. But at the end of the day, it's it's been absolutely a shame. It's embarrassing. No, it's it was disgusting. And and I hope uh, I hope the the their the whoever the head referee that made the decision he he has diarrhea today. I yeah. hope he. <laughs> Ate some bad turkey and he can't get off the shitter. Another, another, another take though, real quick. So now these teams now are starting to double team Judon, and there's not another linebacker or a lineman on our team that could put pressure on the quarterback. They're giving him a lot more clean pockets to look at. I feel like if Bill, like at the trade deadline, like I said before, Bill should have went after another pass rusher because now teams start to double team Judon. 13, 14 sacks, he leads the league. Dude. Of course, you get double teamed. It was well, their offensive line. Later. Their offensive line played well. Our offensive line played well. It was kind of one of those games. Yeah, but I'm just talking about our defense. If if Uche can step up, and you know, or Wise, someone... I actually think Wise has had a, his best year. So yeah, far. Wise, yes, because sure, I've never but... been a big Wise guy, but he he he's been a lot better this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, the you way we played yesterday, yes, we showed that game. But the way we played yesterday, I am not concerned about the Bills or any other fucking team that that's gonna be hard. This next well, like, prime time game, wanna, I'm not scared of any yeah. of them. If we play like we played yesterday, I'm not scared. Yeah, if you want to touch on the other games yesterday, I mean, the Bills look very. What have I been saying? What yeah, have the I Bills even the week before? Even Josh the week Allen, before. Josh Allen, bro, has been throwing some bogus interceptions in. Yeah. Somehow, but then he does what he does at the end of the game, at you know, to get the field goal. Like no, he's he, there's he is Brett Favre. He's Brett Favre reincarnated. He does this crazy play, and then he fucking throws a stupid pick next play. But yeah. he's all, he's way more athletic than Brett Favre. At, Favre at the time was a great athlete for a quarterback. He could run. He could scramble. Yeah, he's he got Josh Allen runs like a fucking no, running back. Yeah, he like, runs oh, yeah, first, that, yeah, yeah, he runs like a fucking QB sweep. Yeah, that's different. And, and, but. He's, and he's looking for contact, which is not uh, you know that that might not last, dude. His coach even said that he doesn't want him to do that, but he still doesn't. Right. There, he keeps, uh, I didn't watch the Detroit game because Portugal's playing. I can give two shits about fucking Detroit Lions. So I, I just caught the end shit. of it. Yeah, I, I, I that was a good game, but and I, I, the Bills are good, but to, everybody's just putting them at number one automatic spot. Like, listen, buddy, Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs are better than him. Patrick Mahomes is alive, and he's by far the best quarterback in the NFL. Right I fucking now. hate the Chiefs. I hate the okay. Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is there. He's got a chance. What he did last week against the Chargers, um, just insane. You know, and the, the Chargers just continue. To, the defense is absolutely horrendous. They have some big names on paper, but let's be honest. No, they, Three years in a row, they've been like bottom five defenses in the NFL, gave up another lead. When Mahomes got that ball back, I was geeking. I said, yo, this – I even went on Twitter to look at it. They were plus 180 to win. I said, <laughs> oh, man, I want to bet this so bad. Mahomes with a minute 45. If yep. you know it's coming. You know it's coming yep. because him and Kelsey are just unbelievable. I know the debate with Kelsey versus Gronk coming up. 
Oh, um, come on. Listen, I think Gronk is the most dominant tight end of all time. Yeah, he's and the best Kelsey, of all time. Kelsey is maybe the most skilled, but if you needed one, you're taking Gronk. Yeah, Gronk has better Gronk. hands. He's stronger. He can block. We're all biased, though. We're all biased. Jeff, a, we have eyeballs. We have eyeballs. We saw what Mel Gronk did. Target, strong tackle, run after the catch. But Kelsey, the injury, Kelsey. the injury stuff with Gronk is kind of a hit to him. Yeah, if he wasn't injured, imagine the more stats you would have put up. Yeah, but touchdowns he has. Bill, you know what Bill's favorite uh, saying is: availability is the best ability, or the best ability is availability. Mm-hmm, That's yeah. that gets that gets factored in. Also, a big Dave line as well. Dave says that all the time, but he stole. Uh, Gronk's better than that. But another takeaway from last night's game: I hope that watching Mac Jones play the way he played yesterday just shuts everyone up. Because when you give the kid a clean pocket and stuff like that, you see what he just did. No, he looked confident. He was zipping the ball. Well, yeah, he had, he had, he had some zip on his ball. It's it. He threw a deep ball, beautiful. Like, well, I'll also say this: when they were really zooming, it was play action, play action, play, and they hadn't yeah. been doing that all the beginning of the year. Because everyone knows that we like to run the ball. Like, I don't understand why Matt Patricia keeps on trying to continuously run the ball. See what play action does? Opens up the playbook a little bit. Opens up the defense. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you guys Stevenson's couldn't get out of your own way. Stevenson oh my god, he's, he's good. Oh, so yeah, but Damian Harris is running hard too. He got hurt. I know thigh injury. Hopefully, it's not too serious. We need him. Stevenson is is a problem. I've been saying this for a while. He's your best player by far, and your kicker. Kicker's pretty good. Yeah, kicker's great. (laughs) Um, He's been Montega. But you guys couldn't get out of your own way yesterday. It felt like it was no one thing after another. One thing after another. Yeah, it was very unbelichickian. Belichickian, where you are getting stupid penalties and you're letting them extend drives because of it. It's just the losing. Special, it's losing football. Team. It's disgusting football. The, the special teams for you guys is like I always tell you one thing about the Patriots when you want to look at them as a team and you want to see like how are they as a team. Just look at their special teams play and how disciplined and how good they are in special teams. And then to see that on Thursday, like wow, that was kind of shocking oh, because and, you guys and, are always pretty good. And it happened. Uh, was it against? The Jets or the Colts? I can't remember. But we, we, the the punter itself, like we have a new punter because the the the, the other guy uh, was really shitty and he ended up being hurt, I guess. But this guy had a terrible game yesterday. Pilardi or whatever yeah, his name is. I don't is. even know what his name is. He's gonna get cut anyways once fucking the other guy comes back. But <laughs> but he has he wasn't good either. The punt the punt play the PS strong play was the was like what yeah. are you doing? I, have I mean three. everybody was like cut him. Don't let him on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> I saw those tweets. Dude, he, he was doing some stupid shit. I couldn't believe that. But yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's pretty much all we have for this week. Uh, uh, let's Tatum. To... Celtics okay, and yeah. Bruins rolling. Just, yeah. Okay, Tatum, Tatum just, just proving my point, dude. Shit on Luca, Swatting him. Oh, dude. oh my God. Was... Jason Tatum, MVP, like I said, this year. I, am I the guru? Oh, by the way, Celtics have been I, amazing I... when I met Jalen Brown all those guys. At the juice store before season yep. started, they they were good. nothing until you met them. Well, they were they were good, but now they met me before preseason. Yeah. You know, they met Homer Phil, and now they're just disgusting. Yeah, now they know who they're playing for, so they're playing extra. Dude, look at Derek White. Derek White took a picture with the kid. Derek White. I mean, been, Derek uh, White has been yeah, like the most unsung praise guy. He's been so good this year. Uh, yeah. He's been like Marcus Smart. You see his last game, like he's fucking doing home globetrotter moves, he's yeah, doing and one moves. He's we are the deepest team, and now we're scoring at will. Jalen oh, needs to chill with the turnovers, and we're straight. And uh, Southern came out saying, too, that uh, our boy Time Lord is coming back for Christmas. 
What a gift. I would, I would keep him over here for a little. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't rush him back. I would actually. That's like, not rushing. If you want to play him like one every three games or like that's something like that. Months. That's two and a half months already. I want, I want him back in mid-January, early February for the run for the playoffs. And we could do this every single year. I don't even give a shit. Because we're good enough to win these regular season games. I mean, these games aren't. Dude, we're. I. Listen, with the Bruins and Celtics right now. I have never been more confident that they're both probably going to do it and win it. I went to Connecticut to watch the PC game the other day, and I put in some <clears throat> some futures on the Celtics and Bruins to win it all because, dude, they, they look like nobody's beating them. Especially the Celtics in seven games, nobody's touching them right now. My thought. I don't think the Bruins yeah. are going to suck. They're old, all that bullshit. Dude, this new coach comes around. They're scoring mad goals. Like, it's bananas. Yeah, but, you know, starting off hot, it's always about who's the hottest going into the playoffs. So true. We gotta, but, we gotta um, wait and see. I, I, that's the same thing with the World Cup. I heard them say too, like you don't like teams like think, Spain and and France and and England who peak too early. You know they're probably you know they'll do well. Tournament. But it's a quick tournament versus a regular yeah. season. Like Dude, the the Bulls, I, I, I don't early, care anyone says. I think Celtics, this is the year the Celtics win the championship. Uh, none the of these Bruins. teams scare me. None of these teams scare me at all. Golden State Warrior. Uh, ever since Draymond punched that fucking Jordan Poole in the fucking face, that team has been off. I don't give a shit what anyone says. They are fucking terrible. They'll what be fine there? at the end of the season. They'll be there, right there. I don't know. The West is too good, Mr. Jeff. No, the, West the is East good. is better. The East is better than the West. The West is like nothing. There's like yeah. Denver. No, and... the West is better. It's better. The West has good competition. If, if the goal stays far. like that going into Memphis. the fucking. But the East is tougher than the West. For you sure. know, Christmas got, is got, like got Milwaukee and in the Celtics. Yeah, Milwaukee is the only team that really would bother me. That, Fuck Milwaukee. Nobody else. nobody else is beating us, bro. Nobody, else. and we own Miami now. I feel like at this moment, we own Miami. They will not be able to beat us. But, but Cleveland, Cleveland, we've had problems with Cleveland and, and the and the Bulls this year. Facts. Uh, well, anyways, so get into it. Oh, dude. Well. I ate, we ate a lot of it yesterday, but it's our favorite segment. It's the corn of the week. Saying, man, look at all that corn. Fucking corn. That was corny as shit. That was corny. That was wicked corny, but that All right, well, then, good. I, all right, I'm going to call myself then the corn of the week. Uh, I kept on calling yeah. Anthony Silva. Anthony Silva instead of Antonio. Anthony so. <laughs> again. I said I was again. Anthony Silva, Anthony Silva. So my corn of the week is myself. Um, wow. yeah, I know I, my voice from so my Fika, my voice from my Fika, I'm keep on calling him Anthony, dude. His name is Antonio, can I get? Yeah. Like Tony Souza. I just call him Anthony Souza. He probably fucking smack me in the back of the face. <laughs> but, um, yeah, All that's right. my quarter of the week. I couldn't think of anything else. I mean, I could say Messi. Phil, I, week, I, but... I couldn't think of any at first and then I, I got a couple and they've been flowing to me. So I actually have a few and, uh, this one should be shared by me and Phil. It's, it's the refs yesterday. Yes. In the okay. Pats game. Facts. That was that was a catch that was terrible, and and to share it with the refs, Tony Dungy, what a cornball! He <laughs> obviously still hates the Patriots so much, and it was so obvious throughout the whole broadcast. He Bill he's like openly rooting for fucking penalties against them. He's the worst. I fucking hate his guts. Oh, he's Tony like, Dungy's definitely salty, for sure. And not to mention too, NBC also put down like like big head coaches that had like good quarterbacks, and then when they left, how blow apart. Yeah. It was Levy from the Bills, Belichick, and then Tony Dungy was there too. And he's like, oh, shout out Brad Johnson and all yeah. my other quarterbacks because he had pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was true. People were roasting him on uh But he uh, was so Twitter. obviously, like, against the Patriots. It was he crazy. hates the Patriots, dude. We yeah, fucking shit on his legacy so bad. 
Like so, I got a couple no. others. Wait, got, let me go first. No, no, no. You only have that's it. I, I Jeff got one. Then you can. Uh, yeah, we're about a minute. Uh, I got some honorable mine, mentions. I got some honorable is, mentions. Mine is Greg Berhalter. You fucking dickhead. <laughs> For not using Gio Reyna <laughs> over Jordan Morris, he could be the corner of the week for the next four weeks. But okay. definitely this week for for doing that. Well, let's good. see what he does. Let's see what he does with his other games. I'm sure and he'll have ima- other. He could start. Imagine he starts Jordan Morris day because he wants. He said he played him for speed and power. Listen, buddy, there's not one thing that guy does better than Gio. Gio speed Reyna. and power. What is he? Yeah. A running back? It's like playing. <laughs> Jordan Morris is a little bit of a veteran. So let's say it's like playing. A veteran average quarterback. I don't even know, like uh, like Derek Carr. It's like throwing in Derek Carr when you have Joey Burrow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, t- you know, you need one drive. You have less ten minutes left. So you're gonna throw in Derek Carr. You're gonna play Joey Burrow. You oh, know what Joe I'm Burrow. Oh, it's a great, 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 great example. But like, you literally went with Derek Carr at that moment, or like a Kirk Cousins or something. I don't know. In prime time. You guys actually lost a primetime Kirk Cousins. That's like two L's in one week, but whatever. Uh, we need another pick out of him. He actually didn't play that bad. He didn't. That's right. Justin Jefferson, my Monster. God. Monster. Well, my we, held him, God. we held him to uh, we held him over 100 yards, Phil, and a touchdown. We held him. We didn't hold him to anything. <laughs> you didn't hold shit, dude. <laughs> we held him to, was a, was we a held very, to 120 was yards a, and a touchdown. It was a very quiet. It was a very quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah he had a touchdown in the first quarter. Every time they needed a first down, they went right to him. Every Phil, time they need a first down, they were very quiet. Very quiet. Catches 139 yards in a touchdown. <laughs> That's really quiet. You fucking. No, oh, he was silent out there. What do you mean? Yeah, really Jones, Jones almost got a pick on him. Uh, you Phil. fucking. What a fuck. It was all very right. quiet. I, I, I was, got a couple a... others. I got a couple others. Uh, first of all, LAFC had a tweet when fucking Gareth Bale mm-hmm. tied the game. What yeah. a couple. Well, whoever's running that should have been fired. How is well, you uh, as an American well, team? They mad. They don't have any players. Oh no, they have Kellen Acosta. They have. They're an American team, and and you just you're you just got. I mean, basically, this guy just fucked USA from three two points. Like, you can't be celebrating that. I'm sorry if he, I know he's on your team, but you mm-hmm. cannot tweet that. Um, and uh, secondly, the Ghana coach, because he was so salty after the game. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he was saying that you know Ronaldo got the PK because he's Ronaldo basically, and that was it. Oh mm-hmm. wait a minute! Which is like that's there's no, I mean, he said he, he didn't get an explanation, but obviously VR VAR looked at it, and it was still a penalty. So oh my god, I got a, I got an honorable mention. Should have been my corner league instead of calling myself out. Um, after that game, Jeff, this dude obviously is gone, and it's uh, Mister. Kids, I don't even know how to fucking pronounce it. It's K I Z I T O. Kids, he's gone. He's yeah. gone. <laughs> no, because he posted something. Oh, that's weak. So then I commented back. He goes, "Oh, typical Portuguese, uh, Portuguese, um, you know, um, yeah, not even a fan, but like the, the the proper name." Making a comment saying that thing. I'm like, dude, it was a PK. It was a foul. It was weak. Yes, but deal with it. And then I put the the Ronaldo emoji, the gif like this. Tweeting at him like this, and then he kept on talking shit back and forth. The kid blocked me. Guy's a, a grown ass man getting out of debate. <laughs> blocked me. Corn. There he is. How many? F- <laughs> Block. Right. He has a nice. blue, he has a check mark and everything. Scrub. That was, that was a good one. That was. He's got a check mark. He he has eight bucks a month. Well, no, he had a lot. He had a lot. He had, uh, I think, like a hundred thousand or something. Like, I don't know. He had he had more followers than me. So. All right. 
I have okay. people on my side. Shout out, you, shout out that guy. Yeah. Shout out that wrong. guy, you fucking corn. Well, well, hey, I'll, I'll send you it in the text. You guys can tweet it at him, and then we'll, I'll, we'll cut it and then send it to him as a corner of the week. We will okay. block you guys, too. Okay. All right. All right. All right well, well, uh, well we want we, we'll uh, we'll catch up next week and um, might bring on a guest. We might not. Um, I know it's tough to follow up on our last episode with Jeff Cameron, but um, this was – we I didn't really write any notes for this podcast. We just kind of went off the dome. Yeah, we're um, it's come on, it's it's a holiday. Give us a break. It's a holiday. Yeah, yeah and fun great. and fun fact too. I uh I slid into Drew DMs by the way and asked him to come oh. on the Portuguese boys. But oh, shout out Drew. That would be legendary. Get Drew well, Bledsoe. Well, I well, Drew Bledsoe. Maybe we should start bring thing. Shout out Double Back Wine. I think that's yeah. Bring up his wine, but dude, I just had a glass of wine. It was amazing. I just I told him that like yo, you come on, talk, shoot the shit, you know. Talk about your wine, promote it. Uh, maybe we should just click this on yeah, and have maybe everyone. We'll, maybe we'll collab with him for for a port wine. Dude, the Portuguese wine made by <laughs> Drew Bledsoe. Dude, yeah. I am all about it. Get up, yeah. get our faces on a couple bottles. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I try getting Patrick Pass to come on. I'm friends with him. Uh, no, he, he, he can't. He's he has like a, a lawsuit going on with the NFL. I think he just got it done, but I don't know if he wants to like go on and talk about it. So. I've been trying. He said he would, but tell him just to come on and talk football. I told him that, but I'll try again. But right, I'm trying to get see. some. I'm trying to get some some athletes around the area to come on. But other than right, that, we'll get, thank we'll you everyone for this. tuning in. Um, happy holidays. Uh, hope you guys enjoy <laughs> some shopping today. Um, <laughs> but anyways, well, we'll see you next week and uh, follow the Twitter. We still have that thing going on too. Pick all the championships to win hundred bucks. No, that's done, Phil. The fucking FIFA World Cup already started. It's done. Can't pick a yeah. One of them is pick the FIFA World Cup winner. The tournament's already started. So we're just gonna stop now. We're trying to get more people to interact on our page, you brush. Yeah, no worry about it. All right, thank everyone. Thanks for it. Peace. Right, Later. Peace. Gobble gobble. Look! I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, raw, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbit, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ram, raw, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ram, raw, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbit, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, beans, greens. Beans, 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 potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, 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 beans, 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 be